0: One, one, two, one, two. Now, here we go. You know what time it is.
1: Welcome to another episode of
0: the Frankie Lee Podcast.
1: Our mission, to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought
0: possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee.
1: First things first, guys, before we get started with this podcast, do me a solid favor. And subscribe to this on whatever platform you're listening to it right now. Whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate if you just hit that subscribe button. And it lets me know that the content that I'm putting out for you guys is hitting your ears at the right time. Much love. This podcast is sponsored by contentremoval.com. So whether you're looking to remove any images, videos, search results, fake instagram accounts get in touch with us at contentremover.com welcome back to the frankie lee podcast today guys i'm fucking hyped i really am honestly i've got off a plane i'm a li- i'm not jet lagged because i've only been on a two hour flight <laughs> right but i'm a i'm a little bit hyped for this podcast and to introduce you to this fella today i tell you for why right every time i go on tiktok every time i go on instagram every time i look on my mate's stories they're sharing this guy He's fucking, his content is so on point and resonates with every man and his dog. I'm telling you. Ted Aesthetics, welcome to the podcast, my
0: man. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Tell him your real name.
1: Tell him your real name.
0: Ah, my real name. My real name is Rashid. Rashid, yeah. Yeah, Rashid. Rashid.
1: Yeah, I know. Better known as Teddy. Better known as Teddy. (laughs) Like, mate, honestly, your content on TikTok and Instagram has fucking blown up. It's It's everywhere, man. It's everywhere in the last, in the last, what, eight to 12 months?
0: It's been, yeah, or well, eight months, eight months going on to my ninth month now.
1: Yeah, mate. Yeah. Honestly, I had like, cause obviously I, did, I, mate, I, I first came across one of your videos, you was talking about the gyms or something, something, something to do with, with this gym means this, this, this. And honestly, mate, it's fucking funniest stuff. And everything you, everything you do, whether it's about food, gym, like parenthood, it just all seems to it all seems to land. What kind of? How did you even get into like making these videos and start putting them on like TikTok and start getting the idea to get this thing going?
0: The crazy parties I actually didn't start on TikTok. I started on Instagram Reels. Um, yeah, just started uploading a couple of videos. Um, got a few views. Um, you know, friends sharing it around amongst friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just always been a class clown. So I'm like, you know what. I'll make a couple of reels, have a laugh with it, and then I made one about like Melbourne's lockdown. And just like yeah, just made it like a very small like I think the clip was like probably seventeen seconds. Yeah. And someone like it did well, did numbers on um Instagram. Yeah. And then someone ripped it off and put it on TikTok and they got like five or six hundred K views overnight. Yeah man. And um then I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go on TikTok. And that's how I went, like the progression went from Instagram to TikTok. And then you know, we, you make one good, one good video or one video that blows up and then people keep like they recommending. Want, they yeah, they want more.
1: more. They, they probably suggest content to yeah, you. Yeah, of probably. course.
0: They'll suggest content. And there are some things that, you know, like I'll just have a day or like an observation. Most of my stuff is observational humor. That's why it's probably so relative to a lot of people, especially if you're in Australia, right? Yeah. The, the last, the last one you did it that, that really, that really dropped in with me
1: was the gym one. You know, yeah. the, the gym, the different gyms and what the different yes. gyms meant. Yeah, like, just stereotypes, man. Yeah, but just stereotyping. And it's so true. Like, and, and this, this, this correlates to whatever country you're in, obviously. But obviously for us in Australia, it definitely, definitely resonates. But mate, like the way that the, it just goes to show you how much opportunity there is out there for people that are willing to step in front of that camera and, and put themselves out there in a position to be seen.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like there's also opportunity for people that, like I feel like whenever people do want to make videos, they usually just, oh, what's hot now? Let me just yeah. go and do like what, you know, What's you know, let me make videos about NFTs or let me make videos about like dancing on TikTok. And it's like, man, there's so much opportunity out there for you to do something that's like, that's your own, you know, personal touch to something. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Sometimes it's just good to speak your truth. Be authentic and have a laugh.
1: Did you did you find did you find your truth though from day one? Was it something that kind of landed with like you know your your sayings and you can't change my mind? Do you know what I mean? That that was by
0: accident. That was by accident. But it feels like it's like one of those things that just picked up. Yeah, I did it by accident on a couple of videos, and then one of them really blew up on TikTok, and people just. I made another video and it didn't have "and you can't change my mind." People like, no, 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 this doesn't feel natural. Yeah. So it's just stuck and like now it's almost like my signature. It's almost that that hook, right? When when I do a video. I am you know, telling people to stay and watch the rest of this video because you can't change my mind. What yeah. I'm about to say is facts. Yeah, yeah, what I'm about yeah. to say is stuff it's that we straight see. straight down the yeah, line. Yeah, straight yeah, yeah. down the line. This is what you see. And if you don't see this, then, <laughs> you know, like it'd be a bit strange. But most of the times, you know, like 99% strike rate, whatever video I make, <laughs> people will be like, nah, that's that, that's really what it's like.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you because of that, then you can generally focus on it being something that, you know, is – it needs to resonate in your head. No, would this resonate with every person that's going to listen to it? Of
0: course, yeah. Like to, to, the parenthood, parenthood videos. Like, yeah. I whenever I make a parenthood video, it's like, I oh know every parent feels like this, or you know, this is the way they see things as well. So whenever I do make a video, I'm trying to make it as factual as possible, and it's also uh, like it really is just observations, right? But yeah. as factual as possible, you know, I have the that conversation. Like if I say, you know, this pa- you know this power rate is blue. I'll have that conversation you'll look at it but like yeah that parade is blue three other people will say that parade is blue I'll be like alright cool then this isn't just happening to just me and it's probably a million people out there that watch my content
1: it's it's a great way for people to identify that. I want you guys to listen to that when, when Teddy's saying that because like it's so important that you know, you 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 can see and spot these trends and 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 you know things that resonate with people, and you can kind of tell yourself from the start whether things are going to bang or not just from just from being really insightful into the way you look at the analytics on stuff as well. Yeah, of
0: course, and I feel like if if you know there are a lot of topics that are very general, right? The, the way yeah. I make my videos, I want it to be conversational. If you're at a barbecue, I want it, I want my video to feel like you know you're talking with me, or you know we're talking about this, yeah, right? Or you know if you're at a cafe with a friend and someone's talking about their coffee. Like people listen to my video and be like, "Yeah, no, no, that is that is what's happening every time we come to this cafe." So, yeah, every every piece of content that I make, I try and make it as an experience, not just a video where you know it's just me talking to the talking to the camera. It's me talking to you.
1: Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Because anything where you know you can fully like, as if as if man, this guy's just talking straight to me. Yeah, he's literally he's literally describing my life and everything that's going on (laughs) in it because that's honestly that's when when i started seeing you on i started seeing you on instagram first obviously followed you on instagram i hadn't talked to you at that point but i followed you and followed your stuff and then I started to see you coming up on my recommendations on TikTok and this. And that. I was going on there to post podcast content. You know, you go on the platform to post and fuck off because you don't yep. want to be on TikTok. <laughs> hey, but you were dragging me into the fucking vortex because your fucking videos were funny.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also a distinctive face as well. Um, yeah, <laughs> whenever yeah. my face pops up, it's like, oh, what's this guy going to talk what's about? What's this guy going to yeah, say? So now, yeah. It's 50% of you can't change my mind. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that means you're going to watch this video all the way to the end to make sure. That oh you know some people watch it in in the sense of like they'll think oh maybe there's that two percent chance that I can probably point out a flaw in that video and then there's people who just like genuinely watch it just to get a laugh but I'm happy for both. and
1: and I bet through lockdown it like through the lockdown times oh, and through, through through all that kind of time when you was creating these yeah, you know initial the last videos, lockdown
0: in Melbourne yeah, yeah definitely man hit hard. It,
1: it, Obviously, hit a lot of people hard. They're looking for comedy. They're looking to be cheered up at home, and obviously, that's when the content for you started to really like to kick off.
0: Definitely. So, my first few videos that really kicked off were during the start of that last lockdown. Yeah. Um. You know, people in New South Wales were home. People in Victoria were home. Um. I think up And obviously
1: You 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 obviously worked at a gym, don't you? I work in
0: the fitness industry, so I was laid off at the time. Um. You know, had to. Like, the first few weeks, I was just like, oh, you know, like, do I really want to stay in the fitness industry? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, after yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. enduring like six, seven lockdowns, I was like, dude, I was talking to my wife and I'm just like, I don't think, like, this is probably like the last straw. Like, yeah. after this lockdown, it's probably better off for me to go back because I initially studied community services. Yeah. So, I was working, like, doing community services-based work. Um. So, I was thinking, like, do, like, do I just give in and, you know, go back? to community services and that was open during lockdown because people need you know mental health and well-being need, like need all the support that they, they that they can get during the lockdowns. Yeah 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 for
1: sure and yeah. it's very rewarding work what you do with, with people in that De- environment. Definitely
0: you know? you know challenging but also rewarding, rewarding as well yeah. so you know th- you know like I a, can
1: see why you got on so well <laughs> in that industry though because you must have cheered them up. were they were they children or were they adults or a bit, a bit, of, both. A bit um, of both
0: I've done a bit of youth type of work I did it, I did that for 3 months but in ne- it like I never really clicked with the like my management at the time yeah so every other job that i did were met were mainly with refugees yeah like people who are brand new to australia yeah. and people who or post-release prisoners yeah yeah oh,
1: man, <laughs> man prison is something i know a lot about not because i've been i have been in there myself but not as a, not as a prisoner but i used to teach um men and women carpentry wow. in jail back in the uk so yeah. it's something i know like because these people like they're they're you know, you have the opportunity when you're in that environment to give someone a second chance that they would never have had previously, because you can. A, a lot, of, a lot of the prisoners will reoffend. Like, let's be honest, eighty percent yep. of them will reoffend. But yep. there's always those twenty percent in in your class or in or that you can where you can just flip their perspective on something and change their mind or something and give them another opportunity or give them another way of being.
0: Yeah, or, or just another outlook, right? Yeah, you know. But most sort of the post-release prisoners that I did speak to were. You know, my age are probably like like four or five years older than me. And I'd be like, man, you know, you're still young. You know, the retirement yeah. age is at 70. You know, like, well, at least by the time we reach it, it'll probably be like 70, 72. And I'm like, you still got like another 40 years of life ahead of you. Yeah. And, you know, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. like, don't feel the need. Like, there's no harm in you going to work a minimum wage job and work your way up. I'm like, you know, there is that second chance. And I was working in employment services. So I was really like trying to help like post-release one of their – conditions was to see me yes
1: yes. so
0: at the start for them it's a chore because it's like i'm only here because it's my condition and then we'll slowly build off of that and then you know build up that relationship and just a bit of banter as well or you know think like you know i'll try and get them like easing back into normal life right and then build up off of that and then you'll be like you know what you like do you have kids yes i do cool you know wouldn't you want to just like earn an honest living you know do it for your kids yeah, but, and then because they've been in that prison environment, they'll be like, "Oh well, like you just saying it makes me makes think me about, think." Yeah, and that's the same beautiful. that's the same concept that I try and put into my, every single one of my videos. When I say something in a video, like I want people to think, like, "Oh man, that's so true." Or you know, yeah. like think back to that experience where there's parenthood, where there's coffee, where there's gyms.
1: You're making what you what you're essentially saying is your biggest gift is to make people reflect on themselves.
0: Yeah, of course, and reflect that we are more we are more alike than yeah. different. Yeah. especially during lockdown, like a lot of people were just very angry at each other, like a lot of emotional reaction and stuff like that. And you know, with my content, I just want people to you know look and be like, we are more alike than yeah. we are different." You know, I always say, you know, memes bring the world together. Yeah, because yeah. pe- pe-
1: so many people, like, try... See, the the world is designed to create divide so that you fight against one another. Of and course. This is what a lot of people don't see. Like, this is why I don't watch any news or I don't discuss any wars yep. or anything that's going on in the world because, like, it's, it's like... Because if I have this opinion, someone has that opinion. Yeah. Now someone's offended. and And, like, everyone wants to get offended these days.
0: Not just that. And I feel like social media has given people... Like a level of, how how can I explain it? Like assurance that their opinion is a fact. Yeah. But what you're right is merely just your opinion. It's not a fact. However, the past two years with lockdowns, with the things that have, the affairs that have been going on around the world, people genuinely feel like it. Yeah. You know. Well, when in reality, no, it's just your opinion, and it's okay to have an opinion, but don't try and play it off as if it's a matter of fact.
1: That that's that is a classic point, right? Because here 's what social media does, and I need everyone who listens to this to fucking fully understand this. If you go out looking for red cars it'll recommend you more red cars of course, and if you go out looking for yellow cars it'll recommend you more yellow cars so if you 're going to, if you 're going out to look on social media for something that supports your belief or what you think is true, then it'll always recommend those kind of narratives to you that 's why some people will see pro certain people in the election some people see pro others and it's just like and you're cocooned in this world so social media on on the algorithm is if you get taken into that into in that context you get drawn down this road that doesn't really represent who you are because you never ever question well actually who taught me that yeah like who taught me that belief where did that actually stem from and i think that's very important that most people kind of see where do their beliefs actually come from is that actually my belief or was that instilled from my mom my dad my brother my mate that I'm not even mates with anymore, you know, and yeah. there's a lot of that goes on on social media.
0: And with social media, like you said, yes, like if you're looking for yellow cars, you will see more yellow cars or with the power of the algorithm, they will show you something that'll make you like yellow cars even more. So something the complete opposite yeah. so to prove to you why you should like yellow cars. Yeah. So, you know, like the way I explain it is the algorithm will push something you love, something you love, something you love and then when it sees you tapering back on it, we're like, oh yeah, you're, you're like, that's how like football. I'm a massive Manchester City fan. Yeah. So every time I see Manchester City post, I'm like, yeah, I'm liking, it, I'm liking it. Then we'll have like one bad game or a couple of bad games, and I won't like it as much. Then they'll show me something, yeah, make a that will happen. Like, like, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. I don't like something I don't like about another team, and then it'll make me love <laughs> Manchester City more. So then I'm back interacting with that, and that could change for anything, right? You know, if you're pro some, or oh, sorry, anti something, anti something, anti something, and then you sort of like take a step back. And then it'll show you like, oh this is this is what pro XYZ are doing. And then you're like, oh no no no, I should be anti this and vice versa. Yeah. The way the algorithm works is very, very suspicious, very tricky. But that is a reality and as long as you have that awareness yeah. of that, you can develop your own newsfeed and timeline.
1: That's what I want this part of the podcast to do for people is to raise your awareness to how much you get sucked into a narrative. Of course. And it's like you know, always question every narrative. That you, as soon as you, abs, as soon as you're absolute on a belief, I believe that you should challenge it. Like in terms of, like challenge it from and and see a different perspective of it. Because otherwise, you're just gonna you could just live there for the rest of your life, and it could not even be true. And how many people do we know together that have, that have like gone out in the world, taken on a narrative, and live with it, but they're living this unhappy life? Predicated on things that aren't even true,
0: of course. And it's just like whenever people are anti metaverse and you know, like all that world, and I'm yeah. like, dude, trust me, it's, it's way too late. We are already in a metaverse where people see likes, people see followers, yeah. people see, you know, someone with a big following say a certain belief, and people believe it just because they've got a following. And um, you know, like that's why whenever I'm, whenever I make content, or when I started making content, I wanted to do something that's completely different, no agenda behind it, just genuinely, just have a laugh. You know, like just straight comedy, which, yeah. which wasn't happening during lockdown because everyone was just like angry or sad. Yeah. Which is sad. Like looking back now, like it was sad. Like a lot of people were just sad and I understand because I was in one of the industries that copped at the hardest. Yeah. And, um, you know, so the initial thought of making the videos was like, hey, you know what? Let me make videos about things. Let's remind people of the good times, the stuff we used to see and the stuff that we're seeing right now. And slowly build up off of that. When, so. when
1: when did you start to think to yourself, do you know what this this I'm onto something here in terms of like this could I could potentially monetize this, potentially have a career doing this, maybe go and do sold out shows, all this kind yeah. of stuff that's 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 going to come for you on the back of this? Because obviously, like you were driving down the road the other day and you were looking at Melbourne Comedy Festival sign yeah. and, and like this, and you're not far you're not far away from that at all. Like and and beyond that, like
0: do you know I what I mean? Just missed this year's one. Yeah. But just. So the applications happen to close I think in January, December, January. Yeah. But unfortunately when I had the idea of like cool I'm confident of doing this would, would have probably been like end of January start of February.
1: But in 12 months time when you go back to that comedy festival and the application time or yeah. whenever it is yeah. you're going to probably have like a million followers across your platforms you're going to be even bigger.
0: The, the way I look at it is reps and sets. Yeah. You know I'm just for every video I make whether it's good whether it's bad whether it's like crazy viral or whether it's you know, below average, it's just reps and sets. You know, i just got to show up, make good content, have a laugh, um, you know, just stick with my true core beliefs for when I first started making content till now and just keep going. And from now till the Melbourne Comedy who knows, something could even come even sooner. Do you, do you, I, I don't know how old
1: your kids are now. But do, do your kids see you on social media Yes, they're,
0: they're too young. They don't understand the concept of social media. However, right. there, are, there is extended family that will be like, oh, yeah. Like I'll see them at a barbecue. They'll be like, oh, you hit 200K on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that. You know, like, you know, there are, you know, Extend the Family that do watch out and see. Because it's one of those things with content creators or social media, right? Someone like yourself, Frankie, who's who's very fortunate to meet different people um, on your podcast and everything. Whilst everyone else, I think sometimes we lose touch the fact that certain people don't see content creators that often. You know, whilst people like myself and yourself, it's just like an everyday thing, you know. Make a video for me, it's almost not autopilot, but... It's embedded in my weekly routine, so what, like whenever I am putting out content and doing it, like I just get so caught up in actually doing it that I never take that step back where everyone else is. Yeah, and think oh wow, like I've achieved this much or I've done this much.
1: Sometimes, sometimes like I've I've been taken aback a few times because like the first time. I started because obviously a podcast is like obviously it is on YouTube and that, but my but like I've got more more traction on Apple and Spotify at the minute, but the YouTube's growing, right? But but you, but but when when I started getting recognised on the street when I was going to like Sydney or Melbourne and people started stopping me in the airport, going, Oh mate, I love your podcast, love this, yeah. love that it's fucking it's surreal, man. You, you can't, you can't like, like it makes you proud, but you're like, you, you, you're like, fuck.
0: You're so caught up in it, right? Yeah. You're just doing the episode. Cause I'm
1: just thinking to myself <laughs> every day. I'm like, like today I've just been like, oh man, like, uh, uh, you know, I've got, got Rashid, i got Ted on the podcast. Like it's, it's fucking on like Donkey Kong. I'm just yeah. fucking hyped to get here. <laughs> this, this, that'll be rep like 83, 84. And then, do you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm just thinking about, you know, keep, keep putting out, the, keep getting these banging guests. Keep getting this content out there because when they get to episode 100, I'll, I'll be able to look at the top and look down and see what we've got. See yeah. see see where we've got to. Yeah, of course. Same same with you. But then when it's like people, people that have, are consuming your content sometimes come up to you and they just they just completely take you off guard and they're like and they bring you back to reality of like, ah, you know you are making a difference in the world. You yeah. are actually having some impact on people. Yeah. You, you know you change that person's perspective that day head like or, or my podcast helped this person you know go from this state to this state it's like it's not as beautiful that's a beautiful thing and that is the power of content and why I think everyone should put out content at some form, form or enough but but yeah I think you have to discover what is uniquely you I st- I'm still trying to find that myself yeah I st- I th- I'm still learning bro I think
0: the key is tasting like just you know do a bit of everything and then whatever you enjoy doing is something you keep on doing because you're just going to get better at it right yeah, you know yeah. it's it's very easy like you know when i used to do i won't say like competitive bodybuilding or whatever but you know like when i used to yeah. train and everything yeah. was very meticulous with my training with my eating just like most instagram people and people can like even scroll back way past like in my past like two or three years where i was training posting photos with captions and you know you think to yourself like oh you know what like you know i just get big i get shredded and you know, just post like not inspirational captions, but captions that you know will really resonate with someone, and you know that will yeah. go somewhere. And then, like after posting, like training, like I did train for myself, but you're you like you always showcasing but you do, everything.
1: But but, but but you are training for yourself. But then sometimes in the back of your head, you're thinking, "But I'll look good for social. I'll look good for this." Look yeah, good for that. of course. Yeah, and yeah.
0: especially like yeah, man, you, you, when you're young as well, right? You just want to showcase your hard work. You know, I'm eating right, training hard, and everything. So like you're showcasing your hard work, putting out captions. And, like, the more I did it, I remember someone coming up to me and they're like, oh, you know, you should do copywriting and, like, make captions for other influencers and stuff like that. And the initial thing before I started making videos was I wanted to be a ghostwriter or start up an agency that will come up with content for content creators and influencers, you know, people who are at, like, 100, 200 up to a million followers.
1: So you wanted to help them, help them get the yeah, funny, so funny content out yeah, there? Yeah, the funny content
0: out there. I'll write it all. I'll script a tone of voice, synopsis, everything. I'll write it out and I'll do it. And I remember telling my friend, and he's in digital market, marketing. So I'm like to him, Hey, like I've got this crazy idea. Like it's very left field. It probably hasn't been done. Or at least I ha- know oh it hasn't been done in Australia. I want to be a ghostwriter for these content creators. And then he's like, Oh, like it could work, but. You haven't done it yourself, so like, how are you going to prove it? To like, how hey, are you going to prove? Yeah, yeah, how are gonna it. Yeah, how are you going to sell? How you going to pitch it? Right? <clears throat> if I'm going to go up to Frankie and be like, "Hey, you know what? The, like, whilst doing podcasts, do these videos," and then you're like, "Okay, well, show me videos," and then I'm like, "Oh shit! Like, I haven't done any videos."
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I
0: started making videos to thinking, prove your own to sort of prove. Yeah. And then that naturally just built up, and now like I've reached the point where, if I write for anyone. There's almost that trademark to it where people will be like, but like people tag me on TikTok in other videos and they're like, Oh, this this sounds like testhetics. Yeah. And, and I'm like, Oh shit. Like I didn't realise like I've created, you know, a signature style of my own and everything like that when I initially just wanted to do it so I can Yeah. Cause it, happy to be like a director, like in the back, you know, behind the scenes and everything.
1: Because because the the way that you the way that you do the videos and the way that you speak is very, very you know, very straight down the line is to, in terms of like, there's no one like you, mate. Like you can't speak like you're in, you, no one can imitate that style is yeah. what I'm trying to say.
0: I mean, he so did you a know. pretty good attempt.
1: Mate, I, I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's, that's a pretty good yeah. attempt, honestly. Uh, yeah, I sent
1: him a DM. I, I, what did I say? What did I say? You do it, because you, you, you're pretty bad.
0: No, oh, uh, man, I think he said something along the lines, like, I'm hyped for this podcast and you can't change my mind. Something nah, along those lines.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, you're fucking you said off. You said something yeah, along, so, something along some, anyways, so, but you said it.
0: Yeah. And then, like, almost immediately, you're like, no, 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 I've got i just got to work on the I, accent. i got to work on the accent. And yeah. I said to you, two weeks in the area,
1: yeah, in, in the area. You'll
0: be leaving with a pair of 270s and the accent down yeah, pat, man. Yeah, mate, the shoe's on. yeah, hundred percent, hundred
1: percent, mate. Get yeah. the TNs
0: on. Oh, of course, man. <laughs> yeah, mate. Fucking, <Okay>. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is unique. Like, you know, the way I say it, because you're originally from the UK. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the UK, you know, if you think about it, like five, ten years ago, it was just like, oh, British drinking tea and everything was over the past five years, especially with social media. Now you realize that there are all these subcultures. In yep. the UK, you know, there, you know, there's your Jamaican, there's your Nigerians, yeah. you know, there's your British, there's your Chavs, there's your, you yeah. know, lads, there's, there's many different subcultures. And I feel like in Australia. You're going to do like, really well in the UK when you do stand-up comedy
1: there, bro. I hope
0: so. We'll see. All in good time, man. It, it, Speak it into existence. Definitely.
1: It will, it will happen. It's yeah. all coming for you. Or, it's all, it's all coming for you. Cause I, <laughs> I, 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 I know, I know, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm catching, I'm catching you on, on, on the wave to where you're going, but I know I can already see where you're going, bro. I appreciate I c- that. I man. can really see it. And a lot of people in Australia can too, mate. Yeah. Oh, hopefully. Like, because but this because is the
0: subculture of Australia. So, you know, like, for whenever people are like, oh, you know, you're unique, you're unique. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, uh, like, to me, I'm not unique because everyone around me is like me. However, the people in like in you know other suburbs or other areas or even like in Perth or Brisbane, Adelaide, they're like, "What the hell is this?" Because you're
1: in your own bubble and you don't you don't see how unique you are in in terms of the world because you're surrounded by people that might speak similarly. Yeah, but but we all have a different personality in this. That's that's (laughs) that's that's why we should all be putting out some form of content, of course, hundred percent. Because this is the best thing I ever did was invest in. I mean, people call them personal brands, reputations, whatever you want to call them. But yeah. to invest in yourself, to put out content, and to and to constantly to do that, and to do the reps, and just to be get better, and to and to work in the world while the world is watching you, of course, and learn and reiterate all the time on that powerful shit. Yeah, of course. And and actually, not many people are willing to do it.
0: I think because a lot of people haven't found their why.
1: How, okay, how would you, how how would you find your why for for the audience out there that are looking for their, for their why, for their purpose, for their je ne sais quoi to do, to, to go out there and and take what's theirs? How would you find it?
0: I feel like it all starts off with passion. So if you're passionate about something, um, you know, I'm the type of person when my back's against the wall, I work a bit better. Yeah. Right. So when my friend challenged me, who's a very good friend, shout out to Fadi, I bet you he's going to watch this. Um, you better you know, watch when, it. <laughs> when he like when he challenged me of like yeah like yeah you're funny but <laughs> what videos have you made and I'm like shit like this guy's onto something because he's right you know if I'm gonna sell it to like from the top of my head like a Tammy Hembrow or like you know like a big influencer yeah 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 alright cool yeah alright you can make funny content where's, where's the evidence so for me like I had my back against the wall when my friend did challenge me and I'm like alright my why is not necessarily proving him Wrong, but proving myself right, yeah, you yeah, know, backing yeah. myself, yeah, being like I am confident in this product, Yeah, which is myself, which is my personal brand. So, some people need to find their why in the sense of you know whether they're building a personal brand or a business because you don't have to necessarily build a personal brand, like it's still 50 50 out there. Yes, people follow people instead of following a business, however, content can go both ways. Right, yeah. as a personal brand yes people will follow you people will love you people will think but there are businesses that are doing awesome with content like you know as much as I have my beef with them Red Rooster yeah, they're doing <laughs> which is real like has been like yeah it's been like war <laughs> for me and Red Rooster but you know they're you know peddling off of um you know, like all the jokes that they get about them being a money laundering business or them having yeah. their customers. Yeah, so most yeah. of their content is around that and proving people.
1: But you're, but you're, <laughs> you're making them relevant by talking about them as well.
0: Yeah, of, and I yeah. think it, like it goes both ways, it's, right? It like actually um, helps them. It yeah, helps of course. Them. It
1: helps them because all them fast food restaurants like Macca's and everything else that you're putting in KFC, you're like whatever you said about the zinger box at yeah like 12, uh, it 12 should, should be covered
0: by medicare no yeah. um, <laughs> nah, the zinger box can solve any problem right yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know that's true because you know whenever someone's hungover, zinger box yeah. whenever I like to go out like I have a zinger box if like if I'm feeling like fast food not very often but whenever I do feel like fast food I'm like yeah you know what a zinger box will go down good so, you know, it is good clout for them. Good, um, you know, like pop popularity or whatever. Yeah, because
1: I see all the restaurants were all commenting on your shit on TikTok, weren't they?
0: Yeah, of course, man. And, you know, and there's they're bannering each other. And it's just, yeah. it, 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 it's, it, it helps you grow. It
1: helps them get recognition. Everyone, everyone's involved in the comments. There's thousands and thousands of comments going off in these things of these <laughs> restaurants fucking commenting on it. And yeah. it's just, that's what you've, that's what you've started to cultivate here.
0: Of course, you know, you humanize these businesses, right? Everyone just thinks of KFC as shops. And then when you see them comment on a video, you know, that's free marketing for them, right? Yeah. So you see, you see a comment by KFC or McDonald's or Red Rooster. All of a sudden you're like, mm, I, I, I actually feel like it. But so what, for them, it's free marketing.
1: But What I've noticed about these brands now is they've got quite, humorous marketing managers because yeah. it's the marketing managers and the marketing execs that are responding to these comments obviously yep. as the brand from behind the brand but some a lot of these marketing execs now have got us i find a sense of humor one of one of the best um like in terms of like responses is like gymshark brands like that they're yeah. they've got really good responses and, and really really well thought out stuff that's actually quite funny to the marketplace and and it's like when you get when you get Content creators like you, just you know, having having your bits and, and yeah. getting people to comment, and then they're coming in battling it back, and it's just it just makes it more of a happy type thing.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, like I said, it, it all comes down to humanizing the business. You know, for example, Gymshark, I think one of their best like marketing thing was. Do you remember at, at one point uh, cameo? Yeah. Where you, you know you pay money to celebrities and they'll you know wish you a happy birthday or everything. yeah I
1: saw that yeah yeah and yeah, then yeah, they're
0: yeah. like. They sent money to celebrities, and they said, and they, and they wrote the name the was name. Jim Shark, like yeah, yeah, as in J I M, yeah, and yeah. Shark. And people yeah. were saying, "Oh, happy birthday, Jim Shark!" Yeah, like these massive celebrities so they pranked them in a way of, you know, thinking like, "Oh, these people genuinely cared about Jim Shark," but really they were just doing a cameo. And then like people were commenting like, "Oh my God, this is crazy!" And then there were some celebrities that probably took it like, "Oh, man, I can't believe this happened to me." And there are some that like, "Man, you actually got me good." And then, you know, for them, it's a personal brand. So it builds up their personal brand where the people are like, Oh, you know what? These people can actually take a joke.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, it's that just, that is, that just shows you what you can kind the kind of the, the, the stuff you can create and the, and the movements you can kind of create on the back of just thinking originally. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's, when you inspire kids to get on there creating content or when you inspire, you know, people our age to go out there and start making content, Ted they they got to realise they don't have to mimic what you're doing. They have to find their own voice within themselves and then go and create that content. Yeah. And when you put content out into the world, it brings you back opportunities. Of course. Like there's opportunities for me coming in. There's opportunities flying in for you. They're going to be flying in for the next 12 months and beyond. And that's the difference, guys, when you listen to this. It's like, you know, if you're... You know, some of you might be listening to this and we've done a lot we do a lot of podcasts on business and stuff and it's and, and another reason why I wanted to get Ted on here today, it's like and and want to get more content creators on here as well. Show you there's 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 ways to yeah, Ted will formulate this into a business, but he's a content creator and he's putting out banging content. But it's just to show you guys of how you can start something really low tech, like in terms of like just you and your iPhone, start putting out content, start putting out reps, and then you can create something you know, for yourself off the back of that. And then you can work with brands and stuff like that. And just to try and encourage more of that.
0: And it's funny because two minutes before this podcast started, we were talking about how like iPhone has become the same, if not better than the tech out there in terms of like recording video.
1: Yeah, well, like you
0: don't need like you don't need the DSLR anymore. You don't need a GoPro. You don't need I've anything. I've, you just
1: need your phone. I've gone to iPhone Cinematic to record the podcast clips because it's better than the, the HD GoPro Hero Nines or Tens or whatever I had, and everything else that I've got and all and all these other all these other cameras I've had. Yeah, it's just it's just a better quality camera. Like and and you. You know, a lot of us, a lot of us are lucky enough to have these in our pocket in yeah. Australia, in the UK, in America. If you're listening, whatever, whatever, we're all lucky enough to have these, and there's, there's no excuse really why someone like you've grown to what two hundred thousand on TikTok. Uh, you know, you, you're going to be at a hundred k probably by in the next couple of months on Instagram. By yeah. the time you get there, you're probably, I think you're at eighty odd now, aren't you? And and it's like
0: no, I've, you know, so I've surpassed hundred. Yeah, 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 just re- re- just recently surpassed hundred. Just, 100, just
1: yeah. recently passed hundred. So yeah, so. There, there you go. Like you're at three hundred thousand and growing all yeah. the time, and it's like that just goes to show you the power of putting out content out there. Yeah, and 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 one thing that I think you've probably learned is to delay gratification. On yeah. on 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 because yeah. I've had to learn that, bro. Yeah,
0: I can um, imagine, man. You're eighty episodes in, and you're only, you're like you're only now questioning, like, oh, okay. say so if this was to become like something that gets monetized, like, how do I do it? And that's eighty episodes. Like there are people that make three, four videos and give up. Three, four yeah. podcast episodes and yeah. give up. And it's like, dude, it doesn't come that easy. You think Joe Rogan sits there on his like fiftieth episode and was like, Oh man, well, the money should be coming in now. Yeah, yeah. The money yeah. didn't come like he didn't sign his Spotify deal up until his like a thousandth and beyond episode. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, that's yeah. the big payday, right? You yeah. know, YouTube, yeah, YouTube pays decent. But what Spotify paid was, you know,
1: $150 million, hundred hundred and fifty
0: they, million dollars they say one hundred and fifty some people say two hundred if reaches certain benchmarks
1: yeah, yeah yeah and and
0: that's a big pay there right it, and he it, didn't reach it till over a thousand episodes so got, like people are putting out like three four pieces of content and mean like oh, that's it that's me and it's like nah man if you look <laughs>
1: if you look at the content creators out there I looked at a content creator from the u k the other day called uh Jay j Anyway, that he used to be called Grenade J, but he's Jay, Jay Alderton. Jay Alderton's a, a guy in the fitness industry. You might you might recognise. As, you probably know him by face. He. I looked at how many posts he had posted on Instagram yesterday because I thought, "Fuck, he's blowing up. He's doing well. I like, I like this guy." Anyway, I've always liked him, and I, and I thought to myself, "Oh, look, look how many posts he's done: 6,555 And that's posts. assuming
0: he hasn't deleted any, yes, assuming.
1: So so he so so that's just on that's just on Instagram. Bearing in mind, he's got YouTube, he's got Facebook content, he's got all this. It's not all the same.
0: You make a podcast, you know what it takes to edit videos, to record, like just recording is a mission. Then you edit it, then you got to re edit it for the smaller stuff like TikTok and Instagram. And you got to make sure that's properly. And I, I feel like the smaller the videos, the more tedious the editing is. And that's why, like, whenever people come up to me, they're like, Oh, you know, what, what does it take to become a content creator? I'm like, you've already got everything that you need. However, it's going to take time. You know whether the time, as in, you know, from your first video till your viral hit, or you know, you might make that first viral hit, but you're going to have to spend a lot of time editing it and making sure that it, you know, when it reaches people's faces on their phone, yeah, they want to stay and watch it.
1: See, I I knew, and this this see, I, I agree with everything you just said there. But when I started this podcast, I knew that. I needed to focus on the art of becoming a better interviewer, becoming a better host, becoming a better podcast, becoming a better speaker, communicator. I need to focus on this in terms of like the the ping pong that just putting my passion into this, which is what I wanted to do. So I, so I, from day one, have outsourced all the video stuff because, and, and got young lads on, that and i find people that not only listen to the content but are also passionate about videography and i and i just and what i do is i give them full authentic license to edit it however they choose and i just let them do it and let them and see what they come back with i don't try and tell them what captions to use on a video or anything like this i just i just give it to them because i because i realize that this this is what i want to be my my skill and i realize that's theirs and it's knowing when to, what to hand off to someone who's better than you and knowing what to keep in house as well when you're trying to create content. Because as you scale, you know, you might need to put out seven videos a week instead of three and you, you know, and then they all need to be banging content. You might not have the time to edit because you've got your kids are growing up here. You want to go out with your wife wants to go out for a meal, bro. Like you might have to, you know, bring editors on.
0: It goes back to the saying, you know, it takes a village to raise a kid. So, you know, <laughs> if you want to build a brand. It's gonna take a team, yeah. You know whether you are making YouTube videos, whether you are making Instagram videos. You know, if if the moment I do go go on to do YouTube videos, I am going to need an editor, right? Why? Because I don't have time to sit there and edit. Because, like you said, I do have family, I do have things going on. You know, I do work full time. A lot of people just think like, oh, you know, this is what he does full time, and it's like, nah, man. I've got life. I've got responsibilities, just, and I do videos on top. Just to prove
1: to people that everyone, everyone out there, has got time to be a content creator. Walk me through your day as it stands
0: right now. So as it stands right now, um, I wake up six thirty seven a.m. Um, my wife usually trains in the morning, so I'll be spending time with the kids all morning. Um, you know, just having breakfast with them, keeping them entertained, getting them ready for whatever they're going to do for the day with with my wife. Um, then I'll spend like half an hour you know, like 20 minutes getting ready. I work in the fitness industry, so I manage a facility, 5,000 square meters, so you can only imagine. Got a team of 20 people that I've got to manage and a customer base of 4,000 organic plus whoever else comes from the other, you know, gyms that are the same brand, but they just happen to come in and visit. So there's a lot of teething issues. So, you know, from 10 to 6, I'm just at the gym, you know, just managing, making sure everything is good. I come back home, dinner with my wife and kids. So now it's 7.30. It's Yeah, we'll, let's say 7.00. Um, and then from 7.00 to 7.30 is bath and bedtime. The girls go down and then it's video time. A video doesn't take two minutes to make. You know, yeah. the video might only be one minute. But in order for the video to flow, it takes a bit of time because I might have had a bad day. And then... I'm in a car trying to record a video, but all I can think about is what's happened earlier in the day. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh man, I can't get into the groove. I can't so sometimes it takes me like ten, fifteen minutes just to get into the mood, into the groove. You know, and some days, you know, I'm just like, Man, this this isn't clicking and I'll just go back in. And there are some days where it just all clicks like within twenty, thirty minutes, all comes together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I come inside, edit, and upload. So let's say it's eight, eight thirty.
1: So you upload the video at 8.30 at night?
0: Ah, 8, usually 8 o'clock. I try and aim 7. So if I record it, I'll upload it either the same day or the next day. So I either edit it to upload it the next day or I edit it to upload it almost immediately. And if I'm banging out two, three videos a week, that's, that's my days, three days a week that I'm doing. And then every other day will be, if I get an awesome opportunity like this to be on a podcast, instead of making a video, I'll be out here. Um, any opportunity where I can, you know, read, watch, watch podcasts. I'm a massive fan of watching podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So I, saw, I'm always, I saw you like the podcast. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm always watching podcasts. Like any opportunity, especially if it's someone I know or someone that I've been on a podcast with. I like seeing, you know, their previous episodes, seeing whether how they started. Yeah, and, you know, there's also the Joe Rogans, um, or, you know, all the other podcasts that are out there overseas and everything. So,
1: so, so essentially, what you are as a man, you'll work. You'll you'll you're getting up at six and you're working till ten at night.
0: Pretty much, a, yeah. A, a, every responding day. to DMs, responding to comments. Yeah. Um, I don't have a social media manager. I don't have a manager. So if brands reach out to me, I'm reaching back. And I can almost guarantee you any brand that I've worked with, if I call them up right now, they'll be like, man, Teddy takes his time replying. But that's because <laughs> I've got everything else going on yeah. in my life. But, you know, that goes to show every message that I do reply to is me. Every yeah. time, you know, I try and reply to everyone that I can comments or whoever comments I try and reply to whoever I can you know when and I've also got friends that are content creators so I'm always there you know make sure I'm supporting yeah. them make sure I'm commenting I don't know how the algorithm works you know sometimes I gotta like comment make sure I share it with a couple of friends so yeah. you know like I'm working even you know yeah, like, no, no, like no, I'll you're, be them.
1: you're good you're good like that yeah you know you I'm,
0: yeah. like I'm I try and be as responsive as possible so by the time like there are some nights where I'm 10 30 11 I'm in bed with my wife and she'll be like, like oh man I think we need to get to sleep I'm like, oh, no, no, I just got to respond to a couple more people just because, like, I love it and I love the interaction. You know, I bring people value, but I also want them to realise that it's all me. I'm yeah. trying to, you know, like, you know, I'm trying to give them the full experience of everything. So I give everyone, there's a saying, like, you know, walk to me, I run to you. These people walk into me and I'm running all the way with them. If they yeah. support me, I'll support them twice as much back. And that means pulling out funny videos, posting it, responding to people, you know, like, and most people know boundaries, so you know I, I haven't had a problem where people are overstepping boundaries or asking questions that are inappropriate. But yeah, everyone that I can give my time to, I'll give it yeah, back and the, more. No,
1: nah, it's, it's so good. But I just wanted people to really understand how hard you worked, and that no one who listens to this podcast has <laughs> any fucking excuse why they can't do it. Because sure, for sure, it, for for sure. Good, because you're doing the six to, six till to, six
0: to ten, we'll say s- yeah,
1: six till ten at night, bro. And yeah. there's, there's no let up, you know. I love the way that you you don't do any videos you, you know your kids come first like you want you don't want to miss any time with and, them first and that's
0: assuming my kids have a sleep or like have slept at 7.30 or 7 o'clock yeah imagine the days they don't sleep yeah I'm up with them till 10 or my wife is up with them till 10 you no, know we've, we've got that, that support and, system and
1: that puts you and that puts you back i mean how does it work with like obviously having a, having a having a wife you know you, you you're young you're married you got t- you got kids together I don't feel young, <laughs> but you, do you know, no you know yeah, you are though bro, like, like, like i know you don't feel it because you because having children does that to you yeah. but like you know what i'm saying like you, you want to be a good husband to, to this course, woman yeah you, you know and How important is it to have such a supportive person behind you?
0: Definitely. Um, You know, like I always say, for probably every two videos, every two, three videos that I release, 50% of the ideas have come from my wife. You know, like I consider her my executive producer, where, you know, at the start it was like, oh, you know, you just do the videos, I'll just be in the background, whilst now she's actively a part of it. Yeah. Part of the ideas, part of the, oh, you know what, you know, you should say this instead of that. Or, you know, you said it like this, you know, for someone that I've been married Two for five years, she's always, you know, punching in ideas. Or, you know, if I make a video and she's like, nah, it just doesn't sound right. You know, how many videos, like, people just see the content that I put out. People should see the content that I don't put out. Yeah. You know, I've made 150 videos or 140, whatever videos that I've put out there. How about like the other 50, 60 videos that I haven't put out? You know, that's what, like, whenever people are like, oh, you know, you're so lucky. You know that you've built up this platform, and you know you must be making big money or whatever. And It's like, bro, I bust my ass yeah. every single day thinking of ideas, thinking of um, things like you know trying to be as creative as possible. And it's like, ah, you know, you, it's not something where you know I can just walk into Frankie's apartment and the ideas are just waiting for me there.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know,
0: and you're getting feedback. And sometimes feedback isn't necessarily you know the most constructive criticism, right? It's just sometimes it's just bad criticism where oh man you're always on my newsfeed or you know oh you know oh yeah you th- do you think you're this and that you're just making videos in a car and you know like I'll get, like I'll get criticism and just trying to filter through that and like put it all together man there, you know there are some days that are harder than none uh, harder than the others and you know there are some days where I just don't feel like making a video and the most important part is I know also when to take a break just take that step back you know what maybe two three days just not make a video.
1: It's, defi- it's definitely, it's definitely, it. it's definitely the balance, but it's like, even, even, even now, look, it's, it's 7.30, 8.30 at night in Melbourne and me and you are doing a podcast. Yeah. Today, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like when, you know, you've come away from your family to do this and yeah. it's like, you know, cause it's, it's, you've got this time, you know, you've had to put the kids to bed and then you come here. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, people, um, the, the, there really isn't any excuse why you can't create content. The, The question is just like, you know, look, looking. There's books out there like "Start with Why," "Find Your Why" by yeah. Simon Sinek. There's yeah. there's things out there that there's courses out there. I think Simon Sinek has a course on finding your why on his website yeah. for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, like there's no excuse for for the, for you not to pull from these resources or ask other people like, how they've found their why and, and start talking to your purpose to find theirs.
0: I feel like you know two things that a lot of people don't do is you know find their why or you know also like love what like do they re- like. Some people just want to do something because everyone else is doing it. Yeah, you know, like I'll do content creation because oh, they're doing it. It's easy. I should yeah. do it too. And the other thing is that people are too scared to invest in themselves. You said that Simon Sinek has a hundred dollar course. A lot of people be like, man, I'm not going to fork out four hundred, like a hundred dollars or four hundred or thousand dollars to pay for this course. Yeah. What am I going to get out of it? And it's like, yeah, but if you get to the end of that course and you find your why the yeah. roi of that course after you become the biggest content creator as a makeup artist or as a you know book writer or anything will be a thousand times that $100 if you are genuinely passionate and you find your why and you put those two together and just keep working at it who knows you know you you can find your why and be like oh, i want to become an author and then you know by the time you finish that book you sell you know 100,000 copies <laughs> if you just like get $2 per book that you sell that's two hundred thousand yeah. dollars, but all you did was really invest that hundred dollars in a course that was the catalyst to making that book yeah, or making yeah. that piece of content well, that gets you there, right?
1: This, this is this is delayed compound growth, mate. It's like, um, you know, it, but let's just forgo the money a minute, yeah. right? Let's just forgo the money, yeah. Even if me and you made no money, right? No yeah. money out of this. Like, say we did it for a, I did a podcast for another year, you did comedy for another year, we made no money, right? Yeah. We've had a fucking good time doing it. we had the biggest laugh. We've had the biggest laugh. We've learned a lot about ourselves. We've improved our communication skills because we've talked to camera. We've talked in front of thousands of people. Yeah. Right. Online, which is, which, which can only cement your self-belief, right? You know, you've been ridiculed by some, you've been loved by others. You know, everyone has a fucking opinion when they're not doing it, when they're thrown from the sidelines. you've met all these people you've you you you've 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 you, do you know what I mean you've met all these different people you've you've sat down with all these you've you've talked to all these different brands you've worked with these different people even if you walked away from it then you're not telling me that your life hasn't dramatically improved from when you started and it wasn't worth all that time and all those reps and you're not telling me that the skills that you learn in that moment aren't applicable to other things that you go and make money out of in your career anyway
0: I think the best example of that is 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson. Yeah. Had his music career, had everything going on for himself. Once upon a time, was bankrupt. Yeah. Bankrupt. Everyone made a joke, became a meme, and everyone on the internet was having a laugh about it, whatever. You know, go, like, just like most memes, has a life of like one, one or two weeks. And then you look at him now, you know, with the TV show Power, with everything that's gone on. So he went two zero. 0 And came right back and if not tripled what he made in music. Why? Because he had that experience. Skills. The skills, the stuff that you build up, the network that you build up. You know, sometimes it's not about the money. You know, like most times it's not about the money. It's about the skills you acquire, the people you meet. Because I know if things were to turn to zero tomorrow, the people that I met along the way up until today will always lend me a helping hand back up.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Like being being mates with people like yourself and Oscar, and you know, meeting Davy Fogarty, he owns the Udi, and having the High Smile Boys yeah. on, and building those relationships of with course. people. Yeah. That that to me is, is 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 fucking priceless. You can't you can't put a, a dollar figure on having those relationships, being able to call them people, having those people in your phone book. Yeah, that that to me is like where. Where the value is if like if this all goes to zero or, or doesn't never makes me a dollar like yeah I'll have to retire and have to go find something that that does make money in the future if that if yeah. that is the case whatever yeah. but like at least while I've done it, the skills are transferable into something else, which is what a lot of people don't understand is if you sit there for three hours writing a caption for Instagram, your best caption ever, just because that caption didn't bang the way you wanted it to bang on Instagram feed doesn't mean that your time was wasted because that time, you're you're refining the art of copywriting. Of course. You're refining the art of editing photos. You're refining the art of editing. See, even the clips that you've put out that probably haven't gone as viral as others, you've still done the video editing reps on those clips.
0: If you look at the video that I released, the first 10 videos that I released and the last 10 videos that I released, the difference in editing, quality, delivery, jokes... Everything, even like from the synopsis, from the way I start the video to the way I end it, like you won't believe the difference. And that all comes down to reps and sets and doing it again and again and again. I know, and And there are some videos where, like, I remember releasing a video and I remember this vividly because this is the one thing that will always like play in the back of my mind. Where I think I made a video. I think I had I overheard an argument or a discussion about apple juice versus orange juice, and I just. Like I'm like, you know what? I just make a video about apple juice versus orange juice. Why I don't know. I just overheard the discussion, and I remember someone commenting, or sending me a message, sending me the video, messaging me, being like, "Ah, oh, like this is like this was terrible. This is like the beginning of the end for you, almost in a way." And I like I remember just like looking back, and I was just thinking, like like, pe- like I just made one like one video that I thought, to me, was funny because I can always look back yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good because now it's a, po- a reference point where back then, you know, like getting 10,000 views to me was a massive achievement whilst now like 10,000 is like uh, within the first few minutes. Um, but yeah, like just having comments like that and everything just pushed me to do more. Like I said, I work best when my back is against the wall and, you know, I look back at like videos like that and I'm just like, wow, man, I didn't realize how far I've come but, uh, you know, there's no such thing as a bad idea sometimes you've just got to p- like put it out there whether it's good whether it's bad whether the subject matter is good whether that's bad sometimes it's worth just getting it out there just to get it off your mind because yeah. my, some of my best videos have been ideas where I'm just like nah I don't think people will like it I don't think people will enjoy it like like one of my biggest co- one of my best videos about coffee and that idea was in discussion between my wife and I for three weeks really three weeks of Oh, no, I don't think it'll work. No, 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 you should. Oh, no, people will get to be sensitive. Oh, I don't know. Coffee, okay, cool. We'll sleep on it. A week passed. Second week passed. Third week, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make this video about coffee. And then it just blew up. Like you're talking people from the Middle East, people from Canada, Europe, were just messaging me being like, this is the craziest video I've ever seen. Crazy as in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit of Melbourne lingo, but this is the craziest funniest video I've ever seen because it's so true. Everyone starts off their day with a coffee.
1: So everyone has a connotation with whatever coffee they drink. So you can relate to them personally which means that you can go with that video you can relate now because of the nature of that video you can relate to millions and millions of people rather than just a small small minority of people. So you know because every literally like caffeine starts the world yeah <laughs> so it's like mate I've been addicted to the stuff before like it's not good you don't drink coffee anymore no no, no not coffee I was addicted to energy drinks bro. Oh, bad idea it. for me I've been 40 days clean like 40 days <laughs> clean <laughs> you, make bro, you make it sound like bro, it's a drug man bro it is a drug it is a drug bro <laughs> 40 bro, days clean bro uh, 40 days clean don't lie, right I used to I used to mate I was like a crackhead on fucking monster energy drinks seriously how'd
0: you get into it well, that, that's what I want to know because like, uh, so, you're talking about uh, Monster Zero, I'm assuming? Yeah, Monster Zero. Right, I'll tell you, right? Okay, how'd this all yeah. start? Like, okay, what I want to know is, how did it start? When was the point that you became like, oh, shit. Mate, this t- is messing me up.
1: Okay, when I used to go out, as when I was like 18... Like when I started to real hit the clubs in the UK and go out clubbing all my mates were drinking I was around the boxing environment and all that kind of stuff and uh, around that and I didn't drink smoke do drugs nothing which I I still don't right so obviously all the boys are drinking so when I'm going out they're having like vodka Red Bulls and they're having beers and all this shit in England and I'm like okay I'll have a Red Bull then so that's how it started Okay, but I never really liked Red Bull but then but then monsters started to come on the scene and I'm like
0: it's funny you say that because like Go on, thinking back to every time I've gone clubbing, they only serve Red Bull.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> right. So there's only a few places in England that serve um, the Weatherspoons in England, which is a rough old place. Okay. They 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 serve monsters and stuff like that. But anyway, that's that's how it, how it started, yeah. just like that. And then I started to when i was when i needed i started to have pre workouts for for the gym because jack 3d came
0: out then, Do you remember Ooh. jack 3d bro yeah of course shit that's bro, yeah that's that, lethal that is that that that's is lethal right so so this so you're talking the white tub the original the, jack the,
1: the original
0: right yeah, bro okay. how fucking good was this stuff that's, yeah yeah the best pre workout that ever existed in mankind
1: sent me into the fucking stratosphere yeah so i rem- i remember right
0: so it, graduating from monster to yeah, jack 3d
1: to jack 3d yeah. i remember watching two kids spar right and there's a kid who who wasn't heavy-handed he wasn't a heavy-handed kid he was knocking people clean out like with on jack 3D. like we we're all taking like three scoops of jack 3D. there was <laughs>
0: <laughs> three
1: scoops before before yeah. sparring before like training this that, and the other even 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 when i went to ib for years ago bro yeah. like i needed uh, all the lads were drinking i was like i need something to get me into into amnesia yeah. at 12 till yeah. 4 in the morning jack 3D, bro bag of jack 3d into a into a bottle of water that cost me 20 fucking euro and i'll be dancing <laughs> so this is where my addiction to like yeah caffeine th- caffeine and the highs that could yeah. be get off this pre-workout it sounds stupid right yeah next years go by i'm now smashing pre workouts before gym a pre-workout to wake me in the middle of the day right i'm having three cans of monster a day i'm completely f- my adrenals are fucked Bro, I was I was on another 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 continent with with <laughs> forty days ago. I was on another continent, and I just got to the point. I was doing some breath work, mate, and I was in I was breathing. And I was like, like that, I've, that I've, one I'm, "I'm like, you gotta give up caffeine, bro. You have to give up caffeine. You just came to me. That's like, just
0: you speaking to yourself.
1: Yeah, in my head, I'm like, you got to give up caffeine. You are dying. You are dying. Like that is how fucking." That is, I laugh and I joke about it on here about all this stuff. Like, yeah. but when you bang so much of that, Ted, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> sent you off into another of course, dimension, yeah. and it's and it's not good, mate That's that was my that was my caffeine.
0: Like, even like going from one scoop of Jack Three D to two scoops is yeah. like a massive difference. I can't imagine what three scoops would have been like. Yeah, three three, been three
1: scoops back in those days would have been. It's almost six hundred s- milligrams of caffeine. Six hundred to eight hundred milligrams of caffeine, yeah, easily. Uh, but it wasn't the caffeine that sent you off into the stratosphere. Yeah, it, it was
0: the one point three. It was the one point three DM
1: DMCA. C-A- D- C-A- D- I don't know yeah. D- DMMA.
0: Yeah,
1: fuck me. That's yeah. one molecule away from speed. That stuff. Yeah. It sent me. It sent me like a loony yeah. tube it. Was, it, yeah,
0: was there, it was there, there was and, and, strong stuff, man.
1: And when it got banned. When it got banned, did
0: it a, only get banned in Australia? or Was that a worldwide? It got ban? banned in
1: Australia. It got banned in the UK. It got banned. It got. It, it's only. It's only legal now in one state in America. This, <laughs> the, <laughs> Which state? I don't, I, I'm trying to guess. Don't worry. <laughs> but but mate, honestly, like it, those boxes getting banned on drug bans, everything with that stuff, and that's that 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 that's how that's that that's the caffeine, mate. That's it's, how
0: it, it's funny that you say it's been banned in the UK because I'm pretty sure like performance enhancing in the UK is like okay. Like fairly chill, the laws there compared to everywhere else in the world.
1: Do you know what? Right, that I've I've seen more. Was like... Was that
0: just like a joke?
1: A lot. There, there are quite a few lads that are on are on the gear on the royals yeah, yeah. in the UK, right? Yeah. But I think in Australia it's 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 prevalent. And and the and do you know what? Do you know how many women take gear here?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's fairly normal here, man. Or maybe because I work in the gym environment, it's like normalised to me. But yeah, it is very normalised. I think the difference between the UK or even overseas and Australia. Overseas, people will take performance enhancing stuff to be bodybuilders or to perform better in their sport. Right. People here will take performance enhancing drugs <laughs> just to go to a festival, <laughs> just to go down the beach, like just to look good. Like it's wild. Yeah. Like the culture here, like with performance enhancing drugs is crazy. Not, like, Mate, that in this that is a video. That's it. Like that is a video. Like people will take peds to just be a waiter. Like, well, like just, you know, like, oh, you know, I just want to be the biggest guy in, in my university campus. So I'll just take here. Yeah, like, it's a personality trait here. hundred percent, But it's it's, 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 yeah, it's, like, it's not for bodybuilders. Like in the UK, you know, you've got all these bodybuilders and they're very cult-like in the UK, right? Yeah. yeah. Or even like, you know, my background's Moroccan and, and, you know, in Morocco, the people who take, you know, steroids are you know, bodybuilders. We only compete. Only take steroids to compete, and then once we compete, we're done. Yeah. Whilst here, it's just like, yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, I take this, I will take that,
1: but, bro. I, like, I go, I go, I go into like a few different gyms, and everyone tells me they're fucking natural, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm in all right shape for, for, for my, for my age now.
0: But their definition of natural. It's completely different to us. Like, for them, a low dose is natural. Yeah. Which is scary, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, Human growth hormone yeah, it's, like, oh. it's not natural, bro. Yeah, of course. Like, not. They're like, man, my <laughs> testosterone is only like 10 <laughs> times the normal level, but I'm natural. <laughs> it's like, bro, you're not natural. It's like, no, 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 I'm just cruising. I'm like, what <laughs> do you mean just cruising? Cruising, just, bro. Like, eight, ten times the natural. You you're know, taking two te- mil a te- test. Yeah. But that's not cruising, bro. No, that, no. That's a cruise missile. No. <laughs> Pretty oh, much. No. That's a nuke. Okay, right there okay. like yeah it's, it's wild and you know the def- and that also doesn't help that you know like I said in Australia there are those subcultures yeah, of right. like people will just see these small groups in like America and the UK and Canada that are like just bodybuilders like not everyone like a lot of people in the US are obese but yeah, they just yeah. see the subculture of bodybuilders there and they're like nah that's what we've got to do I was like "No, nah, man you can just train and <laughs> eat good and, but and look I, I, pretty decent Bro, there's certain nationalities
1: in this country that are immigrants of Australia. Yeah. That whether it and they fucking love gear. <laughs> like
0: it's, it's just, yeah, like to them it's almost like ah, oh, you know what? It's just it's part of the gym. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like to them it's like, ah, oh, you know what? To do gym, this is what you gotta do. That's I, why it's like that.
1: But no one no one speaks into
0: the, the how many women are on gear. because because this it's is a sensitive topic. It's a I sensitive think. topic. It's, it's a sensitive s- topic because You know, we live in a time where, like, number one, speaking about, like, performance enhancing or, like, anything down that alley is seen as, like, oh, you know, it could get police onto me or, like, that's why a lot of people, like, avoid it completely, Um, especially if they they are in that industry. They don't (laughs) want to speak about it. And then, you know, like, speaking about it with women is everyone just only speaks about the successful cases, but no one speaks about the major minority that, are not the same. Their body mm. isn't the same after they're off it or after they decide, you know what, I don't want to be a bodybuilder. I just yeah. want to be, you know, like I just want to focus on my career and stuff like that. And then yeah, like it, that's why it'd be awesome to have like an endocrinologist who's a hormone specialist on would, the podcast who would speak about this stuff because I feel like, especially on Instagram, people are just throwing darts with a blindfold on, you know, when they're speaking about this stuff. That's why no one, it, like has it hasn't really hit off.
1: Mate, I'm telling you, as I see a lot of these IFBB, uh, WBFF girls, and I'm not saying I know for sure, but when I look at their body, I'm like clem boot roll. Do you know what I mean? Like because because of how lean they're getting and the way that they and the way that they get lean, I can just see it. Like because I know boxers that have been on it. And I know how it, I know how it brings you in. I know, I know the look of the, like, like, it's not just, it's not just, I know, and everyone's like, yeah, but diet, diet, diet. It's not, it's not, some, some people just can't get that lean with diet. Just can't. Some people just can't shift those last parts with diet. And the problem I have with it in society these days is the fact that because we're all going on Instagram, because we're all on TikTok now, because we're all on these social media platforms, we all go there and without, even yourself, you look at other content creators and you're like, oh, fuck, why didn't I think of that video? Why didn't I do that? Imagine you're someone on there that, that's not comfortable with their body now. You're a female and you're you know you're beautiful, but you just don't feel like you're the hottest or you're a man and you're in great shape, but you just want to, and then you go on there and you see someone that's worked really hard in the gym. Don't get me wrong, they've worked yeah. really fucking hard. They have. They work, they, they work their ass off. They eat fucking great. They do. They don't tell the truth about the other stuff that they put in their body to get that way.
0: Not just that. I think people also fail to realise that a lot of these people on Instagram, it's their job to look like that. Yeah. You know, the average Joe who's working as a trade, who's a bricklayer, that has to wake up six in the morning and finish at 4pm. Can't look like that. You know, they look like that because their job is to prep. Their job is to look good. You know, they get paid to look good, to look a certain way because they've got to sell their services or, you know, like whether it's coaching, whether it's yeah, supplements, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they have to look like Their that. Their business is on the back of that. Exactly. When you were a bodybuilder, right? Yeah. Was that. I mean, I'll use that term very loosely, but yeah. <laughs>
1: when, like, when, when it
0: was a major part of my life.
1: Yeah. When it, when it was a major part of life, did did you did you experiment on the, on the stuff and all this stuff and that? And no,
0: like, that? Uh, like, funny, you asked me that because I've been natural this whole time. And then just before the first ever lockdown, like when COVID became a thing. <laughs> I remember like speaking to my wife and I'm just like, you know what? We've had two kids. Oh, sorry. Like we're going to have a like, I think my second was about to be born. And yep. I'm just like, you know what? Our life has just been like the kids, you know, her being pregnant. I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I want to try and experiment, take a bit of testosterone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And then I was like, all right, cool. I'll just like get in shape because I didn't want to take it because the thing is with performance enhancing drugs, you take like, it's it's like putting nitrous on a car. Yeah you put nitrous on a Toyota Camry it's just a Toyota Camry with nitrous <laughs> you, you, put, you you put on a Mustang then, like, you're flying.
1: You're a Mustang. Mate. Yeah, you're a
0: Mustang with, yeah. the, with <laughs> nitrous. So I needed to go from, like, uh, Lexus to a Mustang. Do you know what yeah. your missus was
1: thinking at this point? Your missus was in bed thinking, hang on a minute. If, if, if I'm already up till t- 10, 11 o'clock at night with videos, if I give this geese a testosterone, I'm going to be up but till s- three in the morning.
0: <laughs> See, but this was before the videos, right? All right. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, I think, like, the time has come. Like, we've had two kids. I think, like, this is the one thing that I want to do. Yeah. If you like if I have your full support, I'm going to jump on minimum dosages. However, like just very like if I speak about any of that, a lot of people will be like, "Man, that's nothing. <laughs> that's what you consider natural." In that. <laughs> like, "Oh, man, like you're a pussy. You only yeah. taking that much?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just wanted to experience. So I'm like, you know, what I'll just get like a bit leaner and you know, like shape up, like just really just clean up, clean around the edges and um jump on. And then there was the word of COVID-19 hitting and like Mm. things were getting really serious overseas so I just took that money took my family to Queensland Noosa (laughs) and I was just like no I'm not jumping on anything and I just left it at that and just like never like ended up buying anything or going on to any but like I had enough knowledge and I was surrounded by good mentors and people in the industry that would really look out for me if you know like uh, not in terms of supply but in terms of just knowledge of like hey I messed up here don't do the same mistake I did this is uh, what, this that, is that's yeah. the best part about working in the fitness industry. This shit.
1: is why I do, this is why I love doing this podcast as a conversation and not as a pre-planned thing because yeah. you never know where you're going to fucking end up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we set it <laughs> up on gear, but like, do you, do you know what, right? Yeah. While we're on this topic, like, um, obviously, oh, like, is it, is it a, a testosterone replacement therapy? TRT. TRT, yeah. TRT. Like, you know what? That's, that's good for a man to have that after a certain age because
0: definitely be, yeah be, it has its be, benefits uh,
1: yeah because, because most men should go on TRT after a certain age not for bodybuilding i'm talking yeah. about just as a natural way to 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 keep to keep everything firing and, and lively because testosterone is 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 if your mood starts going down, you start to feel low mood yeah. and all this depression kind of stuff kicks in, and, and and depression kicks in, and and you start to feel uninterested, uninterested in in your wife, uninterested in your girlfriend, uninterested, uninterested in, in yourself, in, yeah, in your life, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then TRT is a valuable tool to be used at that time. To, to start to, you know to boost to boost yourself back up to to, to beyond natural levels
0: definitely um I've, you know there are a lot of benefits with TRT and all of that stuff and everything because everyone that jumps on testosterone and I'm talking like you know whether they're 18 or whether they're 25 or whether they're 30 40 everyone like within the first two weeks is like man like life just feels so good. Like every man you speak to that jumps on that bit of testosterone, they're like, everything is just so good. They sleep better, they wake up better. You know, they're like, you know, I'm waking up and I'm just like, life is good. Yeah. And they're like, I've never felt like this. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's what happens when, you know, the one hormone that's, you know, like the the dominant hormone in your body of testosterone is, you know, high. You're going to feel like that. So that's why, like, the benefits of TRT is when you reach 40, like, a lot of people, you know, reach that midlife crisis, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this what I really want? Like I've worked hard and like I've really got nowhere and everything. I mean, they just have that bit of TRT or testosterone and like everything just
1: TRT would save relationships, not be- just relationships. Be- 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 because because you imagine be- you imagine Ted, yeah. A ma- a man when he gets to a certain age starts to drop off. The yeah. woman starts to go into an Indian fucking summer. Yeah. She's fucking like wants. Wants it seven times a day, yeah. and you, you as a man, <laughs> bro, just, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I just, you're crashing. Yeah, you're crashing, right? T R T is T R T would save relationships. Yeah. I reckon
0: not just relationships with others, but also relationships with, with yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, because improved mood, improved like hormone mm. regulation, improved um, you know, like improved sex life, improved um, you know, like even muscle. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I'm yeah. not saying going to look like Arnold, like Arnold or something or like Ronnie Coleman, but you know, you're, you know, I think someone who's never taken anything and takes something is, you know, like, ha- sorry, has taken that low dosage to start off. Within 12 weeks without training, they naturally gain that muscle. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, they gain yeah. muscle, but not as much as someone who trains and diets. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you yeah. know, you're going to look better. You're going to feel better if if your clothes feel better. You're going yeah. to feel more confident. If you're more confident, your outlook on life is just and perception is just going to be that much better.
1: Yeah, you see, I don't see, I, don't, I don't, I don't see, um, like human growth hormone and and testosterone. I don't see them as performance enhancers when you, when you get to a certain age as a as a, a man, woman, or whatever, and you and you need to use them to because, to, like, obviously human growth is like meant to be like the fountain of youth when you get to a certain point in time I actually wouldn't have a clue to be honest I've read studies on it it's like you know but it's all about taking it like what what we were talking about earlier on the podcast was when people bang that stuff when they're like 18, 19, 20, when their natural test levels or their natural or, or like basically like women and men are taking drugs too early, like in terms of performance enhancers. Isn't yeah, they? of course. But when you take them on the back end, like like in terms of like after, after like you're 35, you're between 35 and 40 is when you're probably going to start taking TRT yeah.
0: and all that stuff. That's some fucking, you can get some incredible benefits from that. Yeah, of course, man. And, you know, that could also tap into some mental health as well. Yeah. And it's just like confidence thing and a positive mental outlook on life.
1: I love it how you swapped that for a holiday at Noosa.
0: Yeah, no, no. I was just like, all right, pack up, ladies. We go on Noosa. I'm like, that money that I was going to spend on any kind of performance enhancing, I'm like, we're just going to go Noosa. Just Duh. enjoy one last holiday yeah. before we lock down. And then that's yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like We came back from Noosa. My wife was due to give birth like within like three months. Yeah. So we'll just go Noosa explore like we've never we had never been like Noosa so we're just like yeah we'll go explore and then came back and sure enough I was training from home and that's it and then know? the you, Mustang you- turned back into a turtle Corolla <laughs> 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 Bro,
1: do, you, do you ever think you'll consider doing it again like
0: I think in the future yeah because yeah. you
1: know, I'm a, I'm 100% open to, mate if, if I ever if I ever drop off start feeling like I'm dropping off the side of a cliff like I'm like I'm I'm going straight for the TRT. Like,
0: yeah, I think I think there's room for it when I'm when I'm in my forties. Like when, right now, like mm. I'm just happy training, eating. Like I'm I've got no competitive outlook, uh, like in terms of like competing in a bodybuilding show or anything like that. You know, I just train. You know, I work in the industry, so naturally, I do have to train. I do have to eat. I do have to supplement and everything like that. However, I feel like when I'm thirty-five, forty, th- there is probably room. Like when my kids are in primary school, yeah, and absolutely. I can actually like got time to you know just train hard. Eat well, you know. My wife, she trains like a powerlifter, so you know, like she's strong. So she, you know, my motivation is off of her as well, and she is very like understanding, which helps. Because a lot of people that want to jump on are usually like single, and they're just like, oh, you know, I'm just doing this because you know. For some people, especially at a young age, they're like, this will get me girls. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it does not work like that it nah, just attracts nah. more guys yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll tell you like oh how much are you taking <laughs> you know, yeah, it <laughs> attracts more guys <laughs> it just attracts more guys oh what protein are you taking oh what dosage are you yeah, taking because yeah,
1: yeah. I know they all stand there in the changing room talking about how much testosterone they're taking I'm yeah. like bruv you're in the wrong game mate if yeah. you're taking that too I think that's what pe- people in this podcast we've learned the people quit content content too soon and take testosterone too soon they're just
0: like, like
1: and girls if you're taking clan and all that stuff stop it it's, it's not good for you man like it ruins your menstrual cycles and all sorts of shit
0: Yeah, uh, you, like you hear your stories there are people that do it correctly people that do it incorrectly but I think the sad part is some women are taking it in, like a lot more women are taking it incorrectly than correctly yeah yeah. and that's you know for the basis of you know, a coach without any science degree without any yeah. like, like real in-depth knowledge, I feel like there's a lot of bro science in the industry. Yeah. And I've been a victim to bro science. Yeah, like my first men's physique bodybuilding have, prep was like very bro science. And like, done, I, like, I hate brown rice because of it. I hate tuna because of it. Just because like at that time, like, oh no, you should only eat brown rice because of this. You should only eat that. This like, you know, rice and broccoli and chicken. It's like, no, like you can eat, other things you know and do other things and still get shredded but because I was a victim of you know nah 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 you know the boys do this and people do that and then like I just learned, like yeah. hated it and same thing with the repercussions of taking like clenbuterol or any performance enhancing drugs you know because on the back end a coach only cares about you whilst you're paying them so, so you, true bro after you stop paying them and you want to take a different avenue mm. most coaches won't look back they won't reply to your DMs they won't Respond to your texts because you're no longer paying them. Yeah. So if you you know like want you want to get off the gear and just you know just train for leisure, they're like, no, nah, I'm not interested. You know that's you know a general population transformation isn't merely impressive compared to someone who's never taken any gear, someone twelve weeks after taking gear, and it's just whoa, man, that yeah. sells. And, you know, we're a victim of it. You know, we look at transformations. We're like, oh, fuck, man, this is insane.
1: James Smith showed me his pictures before and after gear when he was on gear as a, when he was a rugby player back in the UK. And I was like, fuck me. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, you're talking about, like, there's, there's kilos of muscle. Like yeah, talking. you're talking
0: eight, 8 to 12 kilos that they reckon in your first, like, if your receptors are fairly fresh and you're taking high quality. 8 to 12 kilos? Yeah. And, you know, like, people lose a. Like two kilos of fat and see a difference. Now imagine 80, adding eight kilos of muscle, lean, yeah. body mass, yeah, yeah. onto you. You know, you're just going to look like a whole different person. Clothes are going to fit better. Everything is going to fit better. Um, you know, people complimenting it's, it, it, it's you so, gets to you.
1: It's it's so easy to see why people always want to take the quick the quick drive to to, to to whatever success is perceived at. But it's like if you take the quick drive in the content game, you know, if you rise. If you rise to the top too quick or you, you get there too fast, you come down just as fast.
0: That's what I tell people. Whoever makes videos, make sure. Or like, not make sure. You can never make sure. But don't pray for your first five to ten videos to be a viral hit. Because if your first five or ten videos, if one of them is a banger, no one's going to have content to look back on. They're just going to think, oh, yeah, this person's a one-hit one that made one good video. Yeah, and That's yeah, it, yeah. even at that. Once if you make like 50, 60, 80, 100 podcast episodes and your 100th episode is amazing, yeah, that trickle down effect is priceless. Yeah, of people watching all your other episodes, being like, Fuck, Look where they started to yeah, where they ended yeah, up, you know. Yeah, look, yeah. you know, like people look back at Joe Rogan's first episode, yeah, oh my god, that's like the biggest disaster I've ever watched, yeah, of his yeah, podcast, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you look at him now, you know, the highest paid podcaster. You the know, same thing with content creators—you look at their first ever YouTube videos, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's just is this it, scary." It just—it
1: just, it just it literally is. Life is all just about just to keep going, yeah, and just find out what. Like, obviously, pod, podcasting's not the podcasting's becoming the like the thing to do. Like, everyone wants to start a podcast, but
0: everyone but, wanted to be a personal trainer. Everyone wanted to be a DJ. Yeah. and Now, podcasters—they but 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 but,
1: but 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 podcasting is one of them them arts that. There's lots of people with podcasts, but there's not many people with podcasts doing it,
0: doing it to, to or putting their heart and soul into it. It's funny you say that because there's this comment on TikTok and it's on almost every third or fourth podcast video. Yeah. And it's a top comment every single time. And as funny as it is, it's also true. And the comment is not every conversation has to be a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And like we laugh at it. Yeah, but it's also true because there are some conversations that are like, you know, what you're probably better off, you know, not. But that's why the best podcasts are always surviving, and you yeah. know, like keep on going. Then after, and then there are some people that will do people two, are probably sat in their
1: car right now thinking that about me and you. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, but who knows, right? And the same thing with like yeah. my
0: videos. People will be like, oh, not everything that you see has to be a video. And it's like, yeah, but you just sometimes you just got to put it out there, and you really never know who's hearing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But sometimes you know there are certain topics that I know that I will never make a video about
1: a lot a lot of people reach out to me and you and they'll ask you about your video ask you about becoming a content creator or ask me about
0: getting you know, a guest get, on
1: get get or po- podcast or getting a guest on or something like this yeah and they ask and, and the first thing i always say to people is like find out if voice communication and and video communication is is your best asset because a lot of pe- some people are great at taking photos. Some people are great at writing. Some people are great at speaking. Some people are great on videos. Some people, you know, some people can put a couple of these things together. Some people can get can get better over time. Some people can't. Like you generally need to, need to feel out what it is that you're that that you, that you like the most before you can go and pick a medium. Like in terms, of like pick a podcast, pick a blog, pick a pick social media. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: I'm a gun at videos. Like, get me to take a photo. I'm fucking shocking, man. So I am shocking at taking photos. So you like, walked
1: into what you're best at. That's
0: it. And that, that's what I do. You know, that's why I barely post photos. Or people, you know, like, a lot of these content creators and influencers will be putting up photos of themselves. Me, I just whip out, like, the camera and I'm just like, oh, I know, I don't think I can do this. Or, like, even if someone stops me in the street and they're like, oh, man, like, me, my wife, watch you. Like, I just need to take a selfie with you. Like, is it alright if we take a photo? You and feel like awkward. they'll take a photo, and I'm just like I don't even know what to do with my hands. Like I'm just <laughs> smiling at the camera, and I'm just like, what the hell? Like I'm very awkward like that. Whilst you know there are people that are, just love taking photos and are good at taking photos, like women, perfect at taking photos. Yeah, but I get them to do a video where they're speaking to the camera, many of them can't. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah scary yeah yeah and, and there's and it, it it's that's a fucking true statement like yeah. that not not play to like, your strengths that, that you gotta play to your strengths and, and like I'm never gonna fucking look like you know one of these fucking beautiful Instagram models like yeah. I'm not gonna mention her name on here yes. but do you know what I'm saying like I'm, I look at someone I'm like fuck me like the aesthetic of that photo the light yeah. and everything how the fuck do you do that off an iPhone because yeah. I knew she did it off an iPhone I'm like yeah. fucking hell crazy yeah. crazy Crazy skills. It's skill. Yeah, it's a skill set. That is a skill. Yeah. That is a skill, like to look like that in every photo, to look immaculate this that, and the other. Me and you would be sat there looking like a beach whale.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? You know, like not even a fuel set could save us. Yeah, mate, mate. But you know, some of these, some of these people, especially, with, like I said, it's, I think it's mainly a female thing. Like, you know, like my wife will take a photo, it will be 10 out of 10 of my, uh, like of our children. Then I'll take that same photo of our children and I'll look at it I'll be like, oh my God.
1: I know you got what you, the you got the this? lighting wrong, you've not balanced yep. the image. Yeah, You've oh not no. turned up the brightness. Focus.
0: Oh no, you gotta do it from here not from there. There's, and I'm just like, bruh. There there's
1: there's yeah. so much there's so much pressure, man. But mate, honestly this this podcast I've well, the, the, the topics we've discussed, I never thought, I never thought we'd even go near yeah. like Yeah, oh, d- d- definitely,
0: right. no. I didn't think we'd be speaking about performance enhancing Here we are. <laughs> Mate, like, yeah. you gotta do a video on that, bro. Yeah, yeah, I you think. Got,
1: you gotta do, there's a video I in there. I think that.
0: I'll save that for like my live show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: When, when are you, when do you reckon you're gonna be on the live show?
0: I'll definitely do the Melbourne Comedy Festival and the French Festival. We're yeah, shot, yeah.
1: Fringe, fringe, in
0: Edinburgh. Uh no, or no, the no it's uh, South Australia. <laughs> South Australia. Oh man, you sent
1: me overseas. Yeah, but uh, Edinburgh's got a big comedy festival in Edinburgh. Like, um, Scooter's been on it, and uh, you know, um, G- Jim has been on it. Yeah, like, like this is where this where you boys go and I'll cut I'll your play, cloth. I'm planning
0: on scaling overseas. We'll see. Yeah, I think I feel, I feel like I want to do some home shows. Who, who, who
1: kind of inspires you? Here? Like, who kind of
0: like, Dave Chappelle, man. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's the GOAT. Yeah. Man, he is... Like, Man, I can't even put it into words. Like, he is the GOAT with everything. From the moment I saw him in, like, grade 5, grade 6, downloading his clips off of LimeWire. Yeah. I don't want the FBI or yeah. <laughs> the Federal Police swooping in. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, you, downloaded you're lucky. illegally. Watching his videos then, and watching his videos on YouTube from Comedy Central, up until his... Re- most recent Netflix special that he's been cancelled for? He's been cancelled? Yeah, something about transphobia. Like, they took oh, a bunch of his... mate. So, they, so, pretty much, they took, like, a bunch of jokes it. and everything yeah, and they like, tried to cancel him. But Netflix has backed him and signed him on for two more specials, even yeah. though people have tried cancelling him and everything. And it's like, man, like, if you watch the whole special, it's completely different to what these people have put out there and everything. So to me, he's the goat. Like going back, back then, all the way through till now, he'll be the greatest comedian in my opinion. To me, and he's someone that I aspire. And if I do do stand up comedy, which I will, and like I said, Melbourne Comedy Festival is the most likely, you know, yeah, like start yeah, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's they've got the international stage and whatever, but you know, I've got my people, I've got my support, so I'm happy to do something smaller, but a whole bunch of shows. Just to make it more intimate, mate. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna snowball for you, mate. Hopefully, we'll see, man. Mate, like, i, I wanna a lot, do, lot can change between now and then, man.
1: Mate, I want to do live live shows with the podcast, do podcasts with an audience, and do you know what I mean? Have a yeah. have like eight hundred thousand. 10,000 people watching yeah. I wanna that's my dream bro like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that into reality I don't know how I'm gonna do it yet but I'm gonna fucking do yeah. it Like, no so one I can stop you man so I, 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 I see that for you as well mate yeah. in front of thousands of people like it's gonna it's, it's, it's definitely gonna happen mate
0: yeah. all, all in good time man I, like for me I'm just putting in the reps and sets I'll take it day by day and then once the applications do open up I see myself putting forward for that and the Fringe Festival in South Australia and then I think Queensland and Sydney might have to be private shows where like I'll have to organise my own stuff. Th- and yeah, yeah th- see I th- if I can get a th- touring agent. Yeah,
1: mate, like I think you could you could you could mate, you got enough of enough of a following, enough of a cult following now to do 100, 200 seats in your own venue. Yeah, you put, of course. You put on <laughs> your own put on your own show, man. Fuck yeah. it, like why not?
0: Yeah, that comes with a bit of stress but you know, no, nothing but, nothing good comes without a bit of stress.
1: That's what I was going to say to you, though. Like, Dave Chappelle, I love Dave Chappelle's comedy, but, like, the way that Hart did, um, the way that he structured
0: his business deals, yeah, he's the goat at business deals in comedy, bro. I think um, when it comes to stand-up comedy, definitely Dave Chappelle, when it comes to endorsements and everything, Kevin Hart smashed it. Yeah. However, I think Dave Chappelle grew up in a time, or at least he grew up in a time where, like, if you're a comedian... You do comedy, Kevin Hart grew up in a time where there's social media, there's business endorsements, yeah. Nike and and everything. So it's two different eras. And going by Dave Chappelle's interviews and talks, he seems like a person. Like I'm a comedian, yeah. I want to get paid for strictly doing comedy. I'm not endorsing anyone. No one's endorsing me. I'm just happy doing my shows. But what? But what? What Hart did? What Kevin Hart did was
1: um, he more than a comedian. He, yeah, but yeah, but not not just it wasn't just endorsement deals. It's the, f- it's the fact he owns the rights, like he produces the show. IP, yeah. So he owns the intellectual property. Yeah. So even if he's going to be on Netflix, he owns the, the, the whole show. He, he, he owns all the film crew. He owns, he yeah. films the whole thing da, 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 and presents it as a finished thing and sells it to the platform for a limited time and then sells it to other platforms too. Yeah. That for, for, for a comedian businessman is fucking smart moves and this is and this is where a lot of people don't understand everyone looks at should i buy commercial real estate should i buy this should i buy this nft should i buy crypto should i buy residential real estate should i buy shares should i buy blah, blah, blah? intellectual property is the one that no one talks about and everyone should focus on because intellectual property is 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 what you're going to make the most money. Some of my mates have made fucking hundreds of millions out of intellectual property in the UK and it it gets overlooked on every score. Intellectual property, especially for creators, owning the rights to your stuff.
0: That's why NFTs make sense to me. Yeah. Um. You know, like a lot of people don't see NFTs like kicking off or, you know, they've said there's money laundering and everything. Whilst to me, it does make sense because, especially if it's a prominent artist, you know, like, put aside the utility aspect, like, if it's a token, utility, yep. like, whatever you get access to. Like, the actual art and intellectual property could be worth something in the future. Yeah. And so, you really never know. Well, Especially you, if it's a one-of-one.
1: One. Well, you can sell an NFT. Uh, in. You could sell 50 NFTs or 100 yeah. NFTs that allow... Um,
0: early access to a the, show or...
1: early like early access or 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 front row access to your show to your next 10 shows over the next 10 years yeah of your choice yeah you know and that for a creator like you for creators like me and other people like change the game yeah you know the way the smart contracts are written you can sell access consulting to you like a phone a 15 minute phone call to you for an NFT per year yeah redeemable all this kind of stuff is where people should start looking into it because yeah. that's that's where the value of the NFT is that's, what, that's what, the what, what's tied the image itself and all that stuff is not where you want to look it's the intellectual property I mean I own a world of women right yeah. I don't know if you've heard about world of women heard of it well, well in my opinion I mean this is not investment advice but they're going to be the uh, the board ape of the female space yeah the crypto punk of the female space so, you know, you've got Eva Longoria's got one. You've got, you know, Huda Catan's got one. You've got Jennifer Lopez. You've got all these girls, Rihanna, Christina Aguilera, Madonna. All these girls now have all bought into this project. You know, the floor price is between 7 to 10 Ethereum. But what people aren't realising is, if you buy like a decent rare one, if you even if you buy any of them in the collection, but even if you buy, let's just focus on, I've got a 1700th one in the collection. What people don't realise is, not only do I get royalty fees because it's in the royalty club, so I get paid a royalty fee for the afters aftermarket sales. So not only is this NFT that I've paid X amount for, I think it was about four Ethereum when I bought it, not only is it I've got not only have I got the uplift in value, it's probably gonna be worth about hundred Ethereum in the future. Honestly, this project will blow up. But then you've got the the, the you've got the royalty you've got the royalty fees coming in from this NFT, right? Yeah. That's that's wired into the smart contract. And not only that, they're doing a nut, they're doing a secondary release, and I'll get a free one of the secondary release So it'll also be worth like four or five ethereum like mutant apes or starboard apes yeah. and forget all that what people don't what people fundamentally don't understand about nFTs at the moment is the fact that like the image itself is my intellectual property of that woman. I can put that woman on a football boot, on a t-shirt, on a hat, on a this that, and, that, and sell it, market it, raise its value. That's all you. And it's, Your IP, and it's my IP, right? And and I have unlimited IP rights on that on that piece of intellectual property. That is where people don't understand NFTs. It's like when you get into the blue chips and you start, how much is the IP of a CryptoPunk or a Board Ape worth on the side of a football boot? And people are attaching their 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 avatar, their personal face to to a Board Ape, and it's like, you know what I mean? So like if you've got if you've got fucking Michael Jordan's bought this board ape, and you buy the Jordan top that you got on, yep. right? And it's got Jordan's board ape, and the yeah. and the and the got and, and his logo. You're gonna buy it, right? Yeah, of course. And he's got a saleable asset. Yeah. And that's that's what I mean by and and he can charge people even more for printing it on a t-shirt. Yeah. And it's a, it's a valuable space for people to get into. Right?
0: It's a it's a wild world, and it's only gonna get crazier. Um, definitely, IP is severely underrated. Um, You know Rights to music Because there are Like I'm pretty sure There are artists doing now Like NFT albums Yeah like You can't listen to the music Unless you get the NFT That, one, that will give you mm-hmm. access to like 8 songs Or 10 songs Or whatever Yeah So you know There's a lot of Opportunity for creators Out there We'll see say what the future holds it's going to be a very very interesting time in the it's, it's, it's a ma-
1: it's a massive it's a massive time it's a massive there's a massive opportunities and I just want everyone that listens to this to really go out and understand that even if you don't want to go and have the e-commerce business maybe you're the content creator but just find your medium do you know what I mean that's why I wanted to bring Ted on here to, to, to give you that to show you someone who's working you know 15 16 hours a day and still making time to make videos with it you know and still having time with his kids and <laughs> loving his wife and all that stuff. Yeah. If there was one piece of advice right if you had to leave the world tomorrow Ted yeah. you're not going to because yeah. you can't because you're too fucking funny. Right? <laughs> but if you had to leave the fucking world tomorrow right yeah. and you had to check out and and you can't leave anything but you can just leave like a like a, some pearls of wisdom to the world that yeah. you'd want you'd want the people to to pick up listen to and run with in life. Yeah. What would you give
0: them? My number one advice right now, in the time that I am in and my current existence, do whatever you need to do, because people are going to talk anyway. People are going to talk, like whether you're doing something, whether you're not doing something. There's been times where I've been doing nothing, people still talk about me. There are times where you know, like like I make a videos, two, three videos a week, yes. people are still talking about. Me. People going to talk regardless. So whatever you have your mindset on, you may as well do it. Whether yeah. it's taking performance enhancing and like competing in <laughs> yeah. bodybuilding, whether it's content creation, whether it's yeah. that candle business you want to start, whether you want to start an eyelash business, whether you want to be that n- new personal trainer on the block, do it because people are going to talk anyway. People are going to talk whether you know you start a business and fail, whether you start a business and succeed, people will still talk. Yeah. So just get started. And do whatever you feel like you need to do, especially if you're under the age of thirty and if you've got no responsibilities attached sorry, less responsibilities attached to you because once you get married, that adds a complexity layer. Once you do have kids, that adds a complexity layer. And you know, that goes for you know, like all sexualities or every like no matter what it is, as soon as you bring someone else on board, whether it's a business partnership, whether it's a relationship, there's a layer of complexity. So whilst you don't have that, take advantage of it. If you are in a relationship or in a marriage, before you have kids, you can still take more risks. Like I'm taking risks whilst I have kids. Yeah. So, you know, that's why like when I get kids, like when I get teenagers coming up to me or people under the age of 25 and they're like, oh, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like, do it. And they're like, oh, but I don't know. And I'm like, no, you know, you just, you're just not doing it.
1: Yeah. I I feel you on every level with that. And you know, one thing I want everyone who's listening to understand as well is like a lot of people will DM me, right? And DM you and they'll say, you know, I wanna I wanna quit this job and do this and pursue this and this and this but, you know, I'm 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 unsure. And it's like oh, I need everyone that listens to this to understand one fundamental thing. There are no there is no risk to you quitting your job because jobs in this country and in many especially Western, especially in this country,
0: in this country and Western and
1: Western world, there's a lot of fucking jobs, and there's not enough people to fill the fucking jobs that we've got. Pretty like, much. And if you quit your job as a fucking cleaner to do comedy on fucking TikTok and it yeah. doesn't work, you can always get another cleaning job. You can of always course. get another PT job. You can yeah. always get another carpentry job. Yeah. You're always gonna. You can always get another plumbing job. You of can course. always go and be another electrician. Yeah. There is no fucking fundamental risk. And this risk, this risk profile that people build within themselves, is 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 a comfort blanket for them not doing what they re- what would really light them up in life. And I want, if there's anything that this podcast can do, I'd like it to remove that from your life. Simple as that.
0: Definitely. You know, you are your own barrier. Yeah. In most cases, yeah. 100%. In most cases, you stop yourself more than anyone will ever stop you. Yeah. Period. And that, and and fucking out uh oh,
1: oh, and mate, that that <laughs> is that is that is it that is that is our uh, that is our ending. it cuz i just really want that to hit people between the eyeballs mate i just want to say like mate I'm fucking buzzed to finally meet. i buzzed to. Thank you so <laughs> it's much. It's a pleasure, right? Thank, <laughs> is, is thank you like... for coming on and talking about performance enhancers with me. I never right. thought we were going there, but no, we no, went there. I'm, I'm happy Mate, to talk I'm about, about fucking, anything, man. Anything I, and everything, man. I'm sick, man. Just do do me a favor. Follow <laughs> Ted Aesthetics on TikTok, Instagram, and everything else. I'll link it in the show notes. Guys, do us a favour. I hope you've resonated with a lot of a lot of the stuff that we talked about in this podcast. I hope you've got some fucking value from it. I hope you've had a few laughs throughout it. I hope you've hope you've challenged a few of your thoughts through your processes. I hope this has given you the encouragement that you need to take action in your life today and make something happen that should have happened a long fucking time ago for you. Ted, mate, I just want to say thank you again. Like, for just thank coming, you, man. It's,
0: a, it's been a pleasure, honestly. Like This chat was beautiful um you know like it, even there were some moments where you were speaking to me and i was just like oh shit man this guy has a point you know like <laughs> like, like almost like light bulb moments for myself so i appreciate no, it no no i appreciate, I appreciate thank it thank you for your time and thank you for inviting me honestly and coming down to melbourne like this legend flew down to melbourne man for this so no, uh, i can't thank you enough uh,
1: mate and, and, and
0: mate, that, uh, that goes to show how much you love your podcast as well passion
1: this this is this is this is what some people don't get right is that when you fucking love something and you just want to fucking see it, see it succeed. And you want to do, you do want to provide value to the world. You got to back yourself. And that means that, you know, to, if you got to spend a couple of thousand dollars coming to Melbourne to get some podcasts and then go back and spend a, you know, $800 editing them up and this, that, 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 people don't see that. And that's like, you know, you put two or three grand in, but hopefully you guys out there that listen to this content, Kind of understand that I fucking love it it lights me up and I want to see you win so hopefully you share the content and resonate with it and put it in other people's ears and that's all I want you know what I mean and hopefully it gives you that shift I, I I really fucking mean it when I say that to you guys and I look straight down the camera when I say it to you it's like I really want you to have at some point in this podcast's history a shift in the way that you think about something in the way that you feel about something in the way that you move if you if 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 this podcast gives you that then that is all I can fucking ask for, mate. And that is why I get people like Ted on to 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 bring to bring the the real life stuff to it. Like, not everyone can ha- be a business owner. Like, you're not all built for that. Like, yeah. so you know, Ted's going to build a business out of his content creation. We we'll need more comedians, man. But but he's gonna yeah. You <laughs> need, need more. <laughs> he, he needs you need more comedians. And but also he's going to build a business off the back of it. But he's starting in the content game. So. That's it. I just want to encourage all you lot. So like, subscribe, do it on all the platforms. Much love. As always, we appreciate you. And uh, give Ted a follow as well. It's links in the show notes. Much love. Don't forget to subscribe to the Frankie Lee Podcast.